I V M. Here's your smart fact of the day. Did you guys know about the Roaring Twenties? The Roaring Twenties was the first decade to have a nickname. It was called the Roaring Twenties because it was a decade of prosperity and partying, and of jazz bands, and of bootleggers. Yeah, that is illegal alcohol and bathtub gin in the U.S. and marathon dancers and so many different things. But it ended in the 1929 depression. It started off after the end of the swine flu pandemic, and I thought that it would be a very good idea to review it a hundred years later to see if there are some lessons for us as we approach 2022. Welcome to Smarter with Sid. And today I want to see if the lessons from the past can help us predict the future. Now, predicting the future is a mug's game. And uh, I've tried to predict the future and succeeded and failed like I think the rest of us. Because... I think there are so many factors that go into the making of life and uh, you know this planet and all the stuff that's happening that it becomes extremely difficult to predict an exact future and to predict a very certain future. In fact, who amongst us would have been able to predict the pandemic? But if I have to look at when the last pandemic hit, it was the 1920s and it was after a world war. And it was the swine flu pandemic which took a lot of lives along with it. And, you know, 2019 and then 2020 saw another pandemic 100 years later and we are now kind of still reeling under it. But with hopeful eyes, hopefully the Omicron version and and the rest of it is a milder form of the virus. Again, nobody knows. I'm not making any predictions, but I'm trying to understand if the lessons of the past can help us understand some trends which might be useful for us to navigate our future with. So the fact is that if I look at the 1920s and the 2020s, there are some things which are common and some things which are not particularly common. The things that are common are uh, essentially the pandemic. I mean, there was a pandemic and there is a pandemic now. And the pandemic has certainly accelerated things, you know, like e-commerce stores and, and so on and so forth. But those lessons have been done and dusted with. I'm trying to understand how will people's reactions be once, you know, things calm down in maybe the mid-20s and the late-20s. How will people react? And how will people get on with their lives? And will people change? So that is the subject of discussion. And especially, will we see any different things in 2022 or maybe in 2023? But let's just talk of 2022. I think the core aspect is for us to realize that all things weren't the same. So we didn't have a world war, right, before the pandemic, like 100 years back. So obviously things will be different. But there is something that I took from the roaring 20s that I must share with you that immediately after people kind of got out of a pandemic and a world war, they just wanted to celebrate. They wanted to, you know, just let their hair down and chill out, man. And the reason why they were trying to do it, people of that time, especially the rich people or the middle class people of that time, was because they realized life is short and very, very uncertain. So might as well make the most of it and make a lot of merry while the going is good. 
Of course, at the same time, there was a lot of disparity of income and there was a lot of prohibition in in the US specifically. And you could figure out that there were a lot of, uh, you know, uh, undercurrents that were going. One of the undercurrents was um, around nationalism, which was uh, building up in Europe as well as uh, in, in other parts of the world. Now, we are seeing a close connect to nationalism. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying it is there. We are also seeing a close connect to how people are expressing themselves on social media today, saying that they want to celebrate. They want to make the most of it and they can't wait till... And look at all of us complaining about, you know, if in the UK where I am currently, nightclubs being closed and, you know, lockdown and and the rest of it. And in India, you know, complaining about masks or whatever it is. People want to be free. People want to enjoy themselves. And they will take to enjoying themselves with a vengeance as soon as things become normalized. So what is the normalization factor? And I think it will come in 2022, if I'm not mistaken. It will be a treatment for the COVID virus. And once there is a treatment along with a vaccine, hopefully things will become very rapidly back to normal. Now, obviously... The moment this happens, I believe people will celebrate being non-digital. Now, as a digital professor, I'm finding it really strange that I'm saying that people will celebrate being non-digital. But yeah, I mean, think about it. Would you want to meet people in real life? Yeah. Would you want to go to parties? Yes. Would you want to go to schools and colleges? Of course. Would you want to actually hang out with people at bars? Yes. Who wants to see another version of, you know, some series on uh, an OTT series, OTT serial? And now that is something that you wouldn't have said a few years back. You would have celebrated digital and you would have rejected physical, saying, hmm, House of Cards is so much better than any movie that you see in theaters unless and until it's the Avengers, of course. And now suddenly today you find, especially in the UK, people are celebrating going to theaters and watching Spider-Man. Now, that's a pretty big change of circumstances and I think people will embrace different kinds of physical um, activities because they've been denied it. But of course, those activities cannot be mundane. So people will want to, you know, completely go for it. And that is where I see the connect between the 1920s. You know, new forms of entertainment, new forms of art, new forms of media will come in and rule the roost. And that is my wild prediction. I think we are going to enter into a a beautiful golden age of entertainment and media and the arts. And we're going to see some new things, especially with the metaverse coming. And this is where digital comes into the fore. Because the metaverse is coming in and it is going to bring in its own beauty and its own ability for NFTs to suddenly take, you know, a new meaning because, you know, you can promote digital art over there, digital entertainment. I believe the the democratization of uh, virtual reality and our ability to enter into a virtual world will mean that even digital moments have to be amazingly different, right? They can't be the normal mundane. They have to be very different and so do physical. So we are going to see a lot of disparity between the stuff that we are experiencing right now into peak experiences. Now, does that mean that it's all hunky-dory? I don't think so. We are also going to see people fight against each other because of a rise of tribalism, which you can call nationalism or whatever else you want to call it. But we are going to see that because we don't believe in balanced opinions anymore. And which is why I made a podcast very recently on a factfulness-based approach, which I don't know how many people are going to actually take seriously. 
But from a trending perspective, I think in 2022, we will see a lot of disparities in the way in which people live lives. There will be undercurrents of nationalism, but people will want to throw caution to the winds as well. We might end up seeing a lot of unrest because people clash over with each other because of this reason. But the Roaring Twenties does bring about this lesson 100 years later, which is around the explosion of uh, new cultures, new art, new entertainment, new media, rather than you know what we are experiencing so far. And this will be kind of hyper, uh, you know, um, motivated by the metaverse and, you know, a lot of virtual reality coming into the picture. So this is what I'm seeing as an overall predictive area. I'm not even going to call it a trend or I'm not going to say this guy's stock is going to go up by 10% and this is going to get destroyed and, and the rest of it, and this politician is going to lose because those are, that's a mugs game. You can never be right in those things. But what we can do is look at a predictive area that we can all look at and wonder, you know, what's going to happen? So this is my big prediction, guys. This is my big predictive area. What would yours be? What would your big prediction be? I really look forward to it. Do tell me what you feel. If you like what you're hearing on this episode of Smarter With Said, well, in the new year, I'm going to come up with many more uh, of stuff uh, which, which is akin to this. But till that time, I would like you to, you know, Check out all the stuff that is already there in this past year that we've got on this podcast and all the other podcasts of IVM. And also do check out, um, you know, what I've got for you on Insta and on LinkedIn and on YouTube and wherever else I am as the traveling professor. Until next time, which will be the last entry or the last episode of the year. Bye.